Hey, everybody. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Welcome back to Ike Live. This is the Christmas special. Man, what a show so far, man. It's been awesome. Uh, talked to a very special guest, Dave Mercer. We also talked to the Canadian Santa Claus. Man, I was surprised that he can receive sponsorship as Santa. You know, that that surprised me. I mean, there's got to be something in his claws as Santa Claus not to receive pro- professional, you know, endorsements like that. I, what do you think? Or? Well, Bass Pro Shops, they can pretty much go wherever they can. They want to go. Isn't it? Would you say Johnny <laughs> Morris could pretty much do anything he wants to do? <laughs> he's, he's certainly in the fishing business. Do you think he's in the, <laughs> the sex trade? <laughs> All right, let's not talk about that. Uh, let's let's see. We've got a really big. Uh, uh, kind of a second session here of a topic we've talked about. And, you know, this is a big topic for not only us regionally as mm-hmm. anglers, but for a lot of the country because it's, you know, it's, um, there's a lot of issues at work here. It's, uh, it's pollution, it's, uh, you know, f- fish mortality, you know, fish, fish kills. And, uh, and, and we, you know, we talked a few shows ago about the fish kill in the Middle River. And we talked to Scott Sewell. We got a up close and personal account of you know all these fish dying, of fish floating all over the place. And we left it a couple shows ago with waiting to hear back from the state, uh, you know, from from the state officials on what the cause was mm-hmm. of this massive fish kill. And this wasn't a couple of fish, Pete. This was. Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds and thousands of freshwater species fish, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. It was bluegill, bass, bass, perch, pike, pike, uh, uh, pickerel. They're all yellow perch, all Mm -hmm. floating there, dead, corpse. And and, and so this is a big deal. This is a big deal. A lot of controversy. A lot of controversy. You know, there's industry in the area, some discharge pipes being observed, things coming out of the discharge pipe that... We're suspicious yeah. of the the debate between you know is this a point source contamination problem coming from an industrial facility yep. or is this or a bigger scale problem where it's more you know rainwater runoff and fertilizers and 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 pesticides yep. and herbicides right. and, and those types of things getting into the waterway and um, I'm I'm really anxious to to hear Scott's report on 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 this situation and. You know what the DNR said. Yeah, well, let's let's get him on the phone. I think we have him now uh, joining us uh, via phone. Uh, Scott Sewell, everybody. Scott. Hi. Good evening. How you doing? Hey, good. Scott. Good to hear from you. Happy holidays. And the same to uh, you, gentlemen, tonight. So. Scott, fill, fill us in. It's been uh, it's been a few shows for us since we've talked to you. Uh, we we left it with you know this this travesty that's happened here, uh, you know, on our home waters right here, you know, on the Upper Chesapeake Bay in the Middle River area. Uh, fill us in on what's happened since we spoke. Well, I guess the biggest news is that the Department of the Environment came out with their uh, so-called explanation of the cause and to no one's surprise they said that the cause was a an algae bloom now i'm not a scientist i'm not a biologist i'm a lifelong fisherman has lived here all my life right in the same basic area and uh, i posted their report on my facebook site and uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but basically everyone who read it, their response was basically the same, and it was the um, the letters BS, was <laughs> what most people were saying. Right. And it's because this is the second time this has happened in 15 years, and the last time it was right in the same exact area, and the same chemical company was had a lot of fingers pointed at it back then and the uh, department of environment's official version then was it was a sudden change in salinity was what they said killed all these fish and they started to say that this time as a matter of fact I, i just the day before the report came out i was on the phone with one of their investigators and he started that explanation of uh, a high salt wedge that 
somehow came up the bay, made a left turn in the middle river, but it missed everywhere else, and went in the backs of the creeks and killed these fish. And I, I stopped him there, and I said, listen, no one, including me, is going to buy that. Uh, basically, because I found Menhaden, I found uh, perch, American eels, dead in this stuff. And Lord knows, eels travel out in the ocean, so do Menhaden. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that that just didn't fly. So he kind of dropped that, and uh, then they, when they came out with the report the next day, it was um, about four pages trying to explain why they felt it was this um, basically a red tide, for lack of a better term. I don't have the actual report. It's actually out in my truck right now, but I do have a report from the compliance side of the Department of the Environment. And... Um, even though the biologist side are saying it was the algae bloom, and, and I, I can't prove it's not. Let me get that clear. I, yeah. I'm not saying that that's not true because, as I said, I'm not a, a scientist. I'm not a biologist. And they did uh, take some water samples, and they did take some fish and have them examined. And uh, he, he explained to me, he was very nice, uh, Mr. Pukas from MDE, uh, when it meant to answer my questions that I had about that, stating that the gills on the uh, on the the fish were of the appearance that that's what happened to them. Uh, however, when I asked questions like, "Well, is there any chemicals that could do that to a fish? Uh, could it have been, you know, a spill that the tide was moving in and out of the creeks that did this?" And as you, I think you put it up on your screen last year, I'm not last year, last time that we talked, I had taken those pictures and put it side by side on my Facebook page of the lime green uh, water that was a, a plume that was uh, floating out in the area of the fish kill. And I went over to the chemical company and took some shots around their building in the storm drains and saw a lime green uh, this, the same color, and I put them side by side on my Facebook page, and mm. I just basically let people say, you be the judge. Right. And we had anonymous calls from people who work or have worked at the place saying that there was a large spill just before the fish kill of uh, antifreeze. Wow. And as most folks know, <laughs> Google that, and the first thing comes up, you know, harmful to marine life. So I I can't say that's what happened because we don't have any proof. Well, Scott, um, I, Scott, let me interrupt you for a second. And last we spoke, you uh, there were some samples taken of some discharge pipes. Yeah. What, was there any further investigation into any discharges, or what, was, yeah. was that done? I have in my hands right now one of them. They they sent, they they did forward me last week. They did forward me some results of their investigation uh, on the compliance side, they call it. The fellows who, who, who put out that press release are from the biologist side, the scientific side. This report is done by those who are investigating the chemical company in question. And they went there on that site. They took samples of that outfall, that hidden pipe. They took samples of the storm drains around the building. They did a tour of the thing, and um, they have found, and, and the last thing they say here, additional investigation required. They found a lot of things where they were not in compliance. Okay. And um, I, I rode by the chemical company just a few hours ago and noticed that the, the pond, this overflow pond or whatever you want to call it we're supposed to catch anything that of uh, a spill when we were out there in november and took some pictures we noticed it was very high some type of grass growing in there um, and it had a very strong odor today when i rode by i looked over and I noticed they had cleaned that out and that's one of the things that the compliance folks had told them that i read here is that they they would have to clean that out mm. our biggest concern now is this pipe. And, and one of the things that, that irritated me in the MDE release, they said the, uh, that that pipe in question had the same type of thing you would find in any parking lot 
Right. On any park lot that drains into a storm drain. And they put that right in their release, but what they didn't put was that they also found other things. A storm drain from a park lot doesn't smell like burnt cabbage and have that chemical smell to it. It doesn't have like a raw oyster look of stuff hanging out of the, of the pipe, mm-hmm. you know, where this has been draining out of there. And this pipe has been there over 30 years. So mm-hmm. anything that spills on the parking lot or is washed off the parking lot into the storm drain is going right out into the creek, straight out. There's yeah. Still no sediment or anything. And if there is a big spill, like I was told by a and then person who wishes to remain anonymous, and I did forward their info to the MDE um, of a, a tanker that leaked all this. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I don't know. I'm just, you know, passed on to them what I heard. A, a tanker holds about 8,200 gallons. 8,200 gallons, if it is spilled and washed down that drain and out into the river, it's going to make a huge plume uh, of a bright green, just like antifreeze. Just like the photos that I was given that were observed around the time of the fish kill, but unfortunately didn't find their way to MDE in time for them to get out and get a sample of it. Now, it's possible that, that it could have been that, and the tide brought it out uh, in a six-hour time change, you know, for high tide to low tide brings it out, pushes it back in, brings it out, pushes it back in over a two-day period when all those fish were killed. Uh, that's my fear is that that's what happened. Yeah, and well, that's what killed so many fish. I, you know, I've, I've done a little research on it. I worked at an environmental company before I started fishing. And... Um, you know, over there at TTI Environmental, and uh, I spoke with my old boss about this, who's got a pretty advanced knowledge of this type of stuff, and uh, it, it's, you know, it's a very interesting perspective, and uh, the science behind it um, is is really a, a problem that's that's rampant, and it seems like that's what the state is trying to tell us here. It's more of a gross problem about you know rainwater runoff. Um, pesticides, herbicides, massive uh, impact here um, from contaminants coming from a lot of different places that can enter into a waterway. It's happening all over the country. Susquehanna River, uh, just uh, the upper Susquehanna has been battling this for years. They've got tumors on their fish. They've got um, males and females um, that are behaving like each other, for lack of a better term, and they, their report just claimed that it's it's an herbicide mainly problem that's getting flushed into the upper Susquehanna. And this this nutrient loading can create algae blooms, it can starve oxygen, um, and, and create, create these kind of scenarios. Um, the point source discharge has to be a pretty massive discharge to, to impact a fishery like this and oftentimes when they sample the fish and they do the chemical analysis they'll find in those fish samples you know what chemical you know was involved if it, if that was the 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 source it seems like the DNR is saying that they don't have a, they haven't found a chemical in these fish and that's why they're saying oxygen starvation yeah the weird i'd say the weird thing for me for hearing it is that you know it's like a big red flag is that this same thing happened in the same exact area twice yeah. 15 years apart that's well, weird well what, that's 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 well, weird well i think what's happening and and i think this is one of those estuaries that lives on the edge of disaster at all times right it lives right on the edge of the salt water right you know so it's a it, it when conditions are stable you know, it's it life blossoms in this area, yeah. but when there's just a subtle change yeah. in in anything, like you can get massive saltwater intrusion. Um, you know, well, like we're talking about the potential chemical impact, runoff impact. Uh, you you have this little tiny area that if just something little goes out of whack, that's going to be the first place. Throws everything that, else. Yeah, that that's going to you know exhibit this mm. kind of problem. 
Yeah. You know, whereas like on the upper part of the bay where you've got massive freshwater inflows and it's a lot more stable in that part of the bay. Right. Um, this is just like a little tiny estuary blocked off by that salt water. So it's one of those places that lives on the edge like that. I don't know what the answer is. I, I don't know. I've got as many questions as you do, Scott. I, I understand the science a little bit more now. My, I guess my question to you is, what's next? Is there is there a plan of action from uh, the DNR? Uh, what what is what have they advised you on what they're going to do next? Okay, well, uh, just as a as a point of reference here, it's the Maryland Department of the Environment. DNR is kind of just sitting back, letting them take care of everything. Okay. Uh, the next thing we want to do, and I was on the phone earlier today with uh, the state senator whose district that's in, we want to have a public meeting because a lot of people have a lot of questions. And uh, we've already got a site lined up. It's going to be at the Marco Club in Wilson Point, And it'll probably be around the second week of January, sometime in that time frame. And we're going to have um, representatives there from the Department of the Environment also from um, Lockheed Martin, because they're doing a lot of work up here right now. They've got a lot of areas they've been digging up, removing PCBs and other chemicals from the ground from all the way back in the World War II days, and they were building airplanes there. Mm-hmm. And they've got a lot of exposed earth right down to the waterway. They've been removing tanks. Uh, the other day I went out there, and I, I counted like over half a dozen of pipes that I went and really looked and, and found sticking out of the bank, emptying right into the river. Now, whether or not those are all connected anywhere, I don't know. But since the Lockheed Martin just went to a whole lot of trouble to re, uh, remove some big old tanks that were in the ground near there, I think they should remove all those pipes, too. And I think that pipe that's leading from right in front of that chemical company needs to uh, be removed or tapped off, and that every bit of runoff from that chemical company site should go into a holding tank and be properly disposed of the way it's supposed to be, and not goes down into the parking lot to run down into a drain that dumps directly into the river. That's been going on yeah. for over 30 well, years, and that's got to stop. Well, I, I, th- I think you're right. I mean, this if nothing else, it's going to make sure that every one of these companies that's in the area is in compliance, and that's what needs to be... That, that definitely is what needs to happen here. These people, you know, that need they need to be held accountable, and that impact needs to be removed from the fisherman's mind, yeah. the environmentalist's mind. We need, to, we need to take that out of the equation, and I think that's, if nothing else, that's going to happen. I'm glad they're having a meeting. I'm glad they're continuing to pursue this and in, investigate this. I know they're doing it, you know, or they're doing it all over the country. I mean, this is a problem that's happening everywhere. Yeah. So, uh, and we're with you. I mean... I can't wait to go back to the Middle River and catch bass. Yeah, you know, I really, I really can't, and I'm really glad that you're, you know, your bird dog in this forest, Scott, and I appreciate you keeping us updated. Yeah, pl- and and please do, Scott, keep us updated, and you know, uh, when, when you get a meeting time and date set for that meeting, let us know. We'll announce it on the show, and uh, you know, I think the more people that are aware and the more people that participate in this, the better off we are going forward, no matter what the cause of this was. Right, and Pete, you made a real good point there that there's, we got to get the questions out of out of people's minds. You know, that's got to be cleared up. There's just too much suspicion going on right now. A lot of folks that they don't believe their own state government. You can just go on my Facebook page and see it for yourself. All the responses. Well, it, that's it's that's a it's back. a hey, this is a passionate topic, man. I mean, Absolutely. this is the sport we love. We're outdoors people. We we're for clean water. I mean, this is this is us, man. So we're we got to. I, I can understand the passion coming out. I really can. Uh, you know, I err on the side of being a scientist. You know, and I I want to get to the facts. I try not. I don't want to get too emotional about it, even though I am clearly emotionally connected to this exact thing and and other pl- other things like it all over the country. So we are with you, and I understand their I understand them being upset. And I, I like I said I'll say it again. I appreciate your efforts, Scott. I really do. And uh, you know, definitely keep us posted. Um, you know, we'll we'll certainly announce it and participate and and help out any way we can. Awesome. Thanks, Scott. Also, Thanks. I'm uh, looking forward to the new launch of your show in uh, next year. I 
Thanks, Scott. It's it's going to be awesome. One of the episodes is actually filmed on the Upper Bay, so uh, I appreciate that. And and again, please keep us in the loop. And uh, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for giving us the update. And happy holidays. Thank you. And Merry Christmas to you fellows too. Merry Christmas, Scott. Thanks, Scott. Hey, Bye. did you see uh, the other thing uh, uh, I was reading out on the Delta? Were they trying to eradicate California Delta? Yeah, trying to eradicate largemouth and stripers. No, out of the Delta. Really? Yeah, for um, you know, there there's some. I, I just skimmed through it. I wanted well, to the, dive in. Well, the 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 seals are already eradicating them. Yeah. So what what, what do they need? Two hundred fifty pounds a day of fish. That yeah, the, the seal between the seals mm-hmm. and Skeet Reese's hair, <laughs> they're all being eradicated. Hair jelly. His hair gel. It's killing them all. Uh, let's get caught up here and make some announcements. I want to remind you that Ike Live is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Carbon TV, YouTube, Periscope. It's freaking everywhere. We're taking over the world. I uh, want to send a shout-out to a sponsor of the show, Xmark Lawnmowers. Xmark makes the world's best lawnmowers. Pete, I don't know if you knew that, but if you want your lawn cut quick and fast and beautiful, they're the best. you got to use an Xmark, I'm telling you. Uh, shout out to Liquid Mayhem. Uh, it's available in Tackle Warehouse and select Bass Pro Shop stores. I'm surprised Bass Pro Shop hasn't bought them yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, five flavors, by the way. Shad, garlic, minnow, crawl, garlic, leech, and leech. Uh, what i remind you uh just as a little heads up uh you're going to be seeing more about this in the next month the first ever ike foundation charity event being held on the delaware river august 6th it's going to be a great event we're gonna have pro anglers pro athletes all all that stuff uh shout out to carbon tv you can get the old City Limits episodes on Carbon TV. Did you know that? Everybody loves that show. Wow, that's crazy. Now, do you want to uh, do, do you want to get into your you, you want to talk about your weight battle here? Do you want to not talk about that? Well, I've lost that. You lost. <laughs> You've lost the battle. The battle. Are white, you actually waving the, the white flag? The, the weight has won. The weight has won. No, it's, it's it's temporary, but uh, but yeah, I I want to talk about it for this reason. Okay. Um, and and I made I'm. I went on, uh, you know, New Year's resolution to lose weight, and yeah. I did. I lost, I lost you, you, a pile of weight. You lost a pile. And uh, and since then, I've I've really struggled, and I've done what a lot it. of people do, and I found it, hmm. and I found, and I didn't find some more. But I have put, I've put some weight on, and I'm not done this battle. I'm still gonna shoot for my target of 200 pounds. But what I want to do is, I'm looking here at my weight of 223 pounds, which is roughly 30. Two pounds total lost. Yes, thirty-two at, pounds. At yep. the peak. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to be donating to the Ike Foundation is thirty-two rod and reel combinations. Wow, Woo-hoo! Pete, very awesome. Yeah, Pete, thirty-two combos. Right. I, it, you know, it's a great thing. I, I just want to do whatever I can to, to get kids fishing. I think it's a great thing that you're doing, and uh, you know, I want to participate anyway. I was shooting for fifty. But I got Man, 32. That, that's that's pretty close. That's it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that that's awesome. That's awesome, and, and we appreciate that. Uh, also, real quick too, but I I noticed we got a special guest join us here. Before we get to that guest, uh, give us a quick update, Pete. On we officially now have all of the Bash University class locations announced. That's right. Give everybody a quick update on that on locations and where they can find the exact info for it and how they can sign up. Well, it's funny. You know, we didn't we didn't get to talk about that. I wish we had with Mercer. Yeah. Because we're going to be in Toronto. We are. The Bass University's international. Wow. We're north of the border. Um, international, baby. Yeah, man. It's, global. It's global. Wow. And, uh, so we're going to be in Toronto, Canada. We're going to be in uh, Boxborough, Massachusetts. We're going to be in Columbus, Ohio. Our new announcement is Harrisburg, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, uh, which is uh, a, a great thing. A lot of folks from New Jersey and New York like to attend our events, and yeah. it's a real quick snap over to Harrisburg at the Great Outdoor Show, which no, is the, one of the longest-running outdoor shows in the country. We're going to be there, and uh, we're going to be in Tulsa. Uh, it's a fan favorite. Tulsa is a fishing mecca. Going to be there with a great lineup, and we're getting south down to South Texas, in the Orange County area, Orange, Texas. Yeah, we're wow. going to be down in Orange. Wow, and uh, and boy, you know, it's it's amazing. We had a great promotion with our stocking stuffer 
uh, promotion for Christmas, and we are going to have a great season. We're selling tickets like never before that's for great. the Bash University, and uh, and I want to thank everybody that that's participating and coming. I want to thank our great speakers, and I can see one of one of our favorite speakers. Yeah, we're gonna, we're going to we're going to talk to him. About <laughs> coming on the air here in just a second. So <laughs> check it out at thebashuniversity.com. You can get your tickets there. You can subscribe to Bash University TV. If you can't make it to any of these shows, subscribe to Bash University TV. It's truly, it's going to help you be a better angler. That's that's our whole goal. Yeah. Our whole mission in this whole business is to really help people bring their fishing game to the next level. Well, never stop learning. That's awesome. Uh, we're, we're not going to hold up any longer, and I was teasing you earlier about the potential <laughs> of having a very, very <laughs> special guest on. And I, I gave you some hints earlier. I mentioned that he was an elite angler. I mentioned that he's one of the best power fishermen in the world. And I also mentioned that he's a lover of Santa Claus and the holidays. Lover and a fighter. He's a lover and a fighter. <laughs> but he's a he's a big lover of the, of the holidays and, and Christmas. And joining us via Skype from his home all the way on the other side of the country... Our friend and friend of the show, Ish Monroe, everybody! Ishama. Ish. We can't hear him. <laughs> Hold on, Bri. Give us the volume. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk again. Yeah. I can hear you. Wow. <laughs> Scared What's me up? for a second. What's up? What's up? Hi, Ish. How you doing? I'm great. How about you guys? Man, I'm doing great. Uh, you look, look like you're in the Christmas spirit. You got the okay. you got the hat on. Sporty. All right, now I I cornered you about this earlier. Uh, for all we have a lot of old school hip hop fans that follow the show. You are a little Beach Street Dougie Fresh esque tonight. Do you want to kick a little beatbox for us? <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for you to start flowing. <laughs> I can I can scratch, but I can't rap. So. <laughs> Nice little wiki, 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 wiki. Man, how you doing, Ish? Good to see you. I, I am excellent. How about you guys? I, I'm great. Now, listen, the last time we talked, we were together. We were at Sturgeon Bay, and we, we you know, the tournament was over. Man, there was so much stress and pressure. We were drinking beers after it was all over. And the last oh, thing we said, you said, man, I'm going home. I'm turning all this shit off. I'm going to relax. What are you doing? You don't look like you're relaxing. What are you doing? I am, not, I am not relaxed at all. I am up at 4.30 in the morning hitting the gym. I'm at the dealership rigging boats. I'm at Bass Pro Shop appearances. I mean, it's completely out of control. So it has not been a vacation or off-season in the last couple months for Ish Monroe? Not even a little bit. And I'm getting ready to head myself down to Florida to do some fishing, a little vacationing, but a lot of fishing. Wow! Wow! Now I know I uh, I don't know how much you want to let people know, but you've got some stuff going on right now. Even though we're on the heels of Christmas, you've got some stuff going on now, and you've got a special guest in town with you this week. You want to talk at all about what you have going on right now? Well, we got a lot of different stuff going on, but I I, I know I want you to talk about something exciting you've got going on that I've been kind of creeping in, peeking at, and checking out. That's hot. Ooh. Do you, do you mean... Uh, uh, it's not me. Oh! <laughs> well, that's, well, that's true. That way, maybe, 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 maybe. Hold on. Now, are you talking about going Ike? Yes, I am. Oh, I know. I'm I'm stoked about it, Ish. You know, we, we've been talking about it forever. Uh, I, I'm finally getting ready to launch this thing. And, of course, working with some amazing filmmakers. I'm going to give them yes. all the credit. And you're with one this week. Yes, I am, and man, he's done an excellent job with going Ike. He's got an excellent job with the product videos and the boat rigging videos that I'm working on right now. I mean, we're just showing me little clips of it. The dude is amazing, and I mean, at some point, he might be the next George Lucas or something. He might be. I think he's better than George Lucas, man. I, I think so, too. <laughs> I really do. I'm your father-ish. <laughs> Speaking of that, use did you watch force. Star Wars yet? Use the Force. Have, Have you watched it? Seen it? No. 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 Okay. 
I've heard mixed reviews. People say it's fire. Some people say it's okay. And some people say, eh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I said. Yeah. I, I, the last movie I watched in the movie theater... Was breaking too, so that tells you. <laughs> that, yeah, uh, you're, you're stating your age there. Mark. I know. Your age. I know. I gotta. I gotta keep moving on. All right. So uh, I want to know. You know, we're we're heading into a new season here in a couple months. Uh, obviously, you know, with the conflicts of FLW and Bass, you're concentrating this year on Bass. You're not fishing FLW, correct? Yeah, correct. Uh, okay. Correct. So looking at the schedule, is there? An event, or is there a series of events this year that make you say, ooh, ooh? Well, you know, obviously going to new places gets me kind of excited. So, you know, that place, Charleston or wherever South Carolina that we're going to, I'm pretty excited about that one. Um, The Bedfish Sightfish Tournament of the Year at St. John's River, you know, you can't be too hard on that. Wheeler. I mean, the whole schedule looks great because it looks like a shallow water fishery to me. Yeah, it does. It's setting up to be shallow water, a lot of sight fishing. Uh, really? Yeah, it's setting up to be that. I mean, uh, uh, maybe toward the end of the year, a few of those little more deeper offshore events. Mm-hmm. But the whole beginning of the year, Pete, is shallow water. I mean, but I mean, you look at look at Cayuga. I mean, you can go yeah. flip grass. I mean, th- those places like that. Um, the Bass Fest, you know that's going to be shallow. I mean, there ain't yeah. deeper than eight feet of water on that place. So I'm, I'm super excited about the season. Just We're not going to the Upper Bay, so I'm a happy camper. <laughs> <laughs> Man, right. that fish is just like the Delta. <laughs> yeah, right. Drain the Upper Bay, make a golf course out of it. It'll serve a better purpose. Well, the, all the fish are dead there now. So. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aaron, Aaron, all of Aaron's fish are gone. Yeah, well, what happened is Aaron, you know, all, that big fish kill was in Middle River, and I attributed to on the last day, Aaron whipped out the giant snake and took a leak. <laughs> and all the fish died. Uh, yeah. I want to I switch topics here and talk about baits a little bit and get, okay. your, get your thoughts on you know, some, some hot trends. We, we get a lot of traditional fishing questions here all the time. And one of them is always, what's some of the hottest trends out right now? What, what's one of the hottest new lures? The, the whopper plopper. Well, that's the, what I want to get. It's not really a new lure, but it, it just finally caught fire this year the whopper plopper i mean it played key in several events including the flw cup james watson's win on you know the bass open i mean it's just been the fire lure right now and they're just really hard to get why do they why did the fish respond to that thing so well well do you remember when the buzzbait first came out and the strikes i think they're get so mad at it it's the same concept it's just a different tone to it and the fish go insane over it and i mean i've had some incredible strikes and caught some incredible fish on that thing what well wait a minute what a lot of people might not what is a whopper plopper whopper plopper is a top water bait that basically has a prop tail on the back end of it and it just goes and the fish go nuts nice the top water action it's a strange i tell you it's a strange looking bait when you look at it you look at the bait and you're like, there's no way yeah. that thing's going to catch any fish. But then when you hear it, that's when it changes your attitude on that bait, when you hear right. the sound that it puts off. I mean, it's it's like a B-52 coming in and just making so much noise and the fish just go nuts. And I mean, it calls fish 20, 30 feet away from it. Yeah, it, awesome. it, it's pretty awesome. Let me remind everybody, if you want to chime in, you can chime in at any time. Lots of ways to comment on the show or ask Ish a question. Hit us up on the IM, hit us up on our social feeds at Ike Live Show, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Ish, you got the hat on. We're we're right on the heels. We're four or five days away. What what's your Christmas wish this year? What do you what do you got on your Christmas list as I far as what you want? For, I'm wishing for world peace. World peace world Wow. Peace. Good good wish. That's a good you wish. Can, can you see the look on Becky's face? <laughs> they can't. They can't see my look. <laughs> she can't see her oh look. She's like, you got no chance look, for that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should have seen the look. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. well, that's that's a great wish. Can you fit that in a stocking, World Peace? I'm I'm gonna try to. No, I just you know I want everybody to have a safe Christmas and just for everybody to be happy and, and enjoy life. That's that's my Christmas wish, really. 
Gotcha, awesome. gotcha. That's a that's a great that's a great do, concept. Do, do, do you spend? Uh, how do you spend Christmas? Is you go? Oh, I mean, I've spent it with friends. I'll spend it with family. It's just kind of one of those things where just kind of play it by ear and you just kind of let it fly and see what happens. Christmas is open, not setting any particular plans. You know, you get invited to dinner or you get just hang out. It's whatever's whatever. Just enjoy it. Now, do you have any special Christmas traditions? That you practice at the Monroe House? Uh, negative Ghost Rider. Yeah. <laughs> no special, That's my no line. special traditions at all, other than catching up on sleep because the cell phone doesn't ring for business on Christmas. You shut that thing off. I can't believe yes. it. Well, I mean, obviously, I text you guys. Got to yeah. text you guys. You know? <laughs> it's just the hardest working man in bass fishing. That's true. Yeah, I, that, I, that's I would agree with that. That's no, great. no, no, no. Mike is the hardest working man in bass fishing. <laughs> you look at every. Actually, no. Let's rephrase that. Becky is the hardest working person <laughs> in bass fishing. <laughs> I'd, I'd agree I'm with that. I'm the momager. Ma, momager. She's the momager. momager. Exactly. She, 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 like she babysits all of us and keeps you organized. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, now, a lot of guys right now are ordering their new boats. They're getting their new equipment. Uh, this is the time of the year where they're getting prepared for the new season. Where are you in this process of tackle organization, boat preparation? Are you done? Are you in doing that? Where, where, where are you at with tackle, all this? Tackle organization is completely done. Wow. I, I, a third of my tackle is gone. Wow. Completely gone. Where did it go? It went donated to some kids around the neighborhood. Wow, nice. Friends came and picked it up. My dad just gave it to buddies. Just just got rid of a third like of my tackle. It's, it's so, gone. So you gave away to all your closest friends the things that don't work? No. I gave away, <laughs> I gave away them the extra bags of D-bombs that yeah, I have. Awesome. Johnson's be way too much. Nice. Um, anything I bought for using at the Upper Bay, I got rid of. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but no, seriously, just just tackle. Just you know, you got your basics. I mean, for me, it's Ish's Fat Frog, D Bomb, a Bling Spinner Bait, and a you know my Square Bill Crank Bait. That's about it. Is all I'm gonna need. And a new, and a, and a flipping hook. No, wow. no spinning rods. No light line. Oh my God! <laughs> I, I had Sturgeon Bay. You see what happens? Wow! It just took me out of the game the last day. My spinning rods failed me once again. <laughs> let me down. The fairy wands let me down. Did Did you rig up with a 400 horsepower on the back of your boat this year? I actually two 250s. Wow! <laughs> 250s. Yeah. Impressive. You know? Twin 250s on the back of a Ranger. Yeah. Wow. Z521. Letting we, it ride. We knew it was coming. <laughs> wow. Okay, so uh, New Year's, uh, right on the heels of New Year's. So what is your New Year's resolution? We all have one. We all have one, whether it's life-related, uh, family-related, industry-related. What is your New Year's resolution for 2016? AOI. AOI! Wow! Wow. AOI. That's a that's a that's I like that. That's very lofty. I like it. You, know, you got you got one. You know what it feels like to have one of those. I want one so bad. I could just taste it. Wow. Over the classic. Over the classic. Over the classic. More important because title. The classic is great. You had a great three days. AOY. You look at Aaron's performance on AOY. I mean, amazing. The yeah. guy wins two tournaments this year. Five top 15s out of eight events. Yeah, really? that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do, 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 does that surprise you? Because a lot of people, like, so for me, I didn't meet Aaron until, like, 2000. Uh, a lot of the other guys didn't really know Aaron from afar until the mid-2000s. You guys from the West Coast have known Aaron for a lot longer. Does Does his domination right now surprise you at all? No. No, because he was like that when he was here. This is I, I tell you guys a quick story about Aaron. So Aaron finds this fish on the bed. It's 13 pounds. He's fishing for it, fishing for it, fishing for it. He's only got three fish in his live well. He catches the male. You know what Aaron does? Releases the male because the female swam away. Wow. Left it there, came back 
caught the 13 and then caught the male again wow. to end up weighing his limit. Wow. <laughs> the only guy who doesn't have a limit who releases a fish to catch the bigger fish. That's ridiculous. That's, ridiculous. That's insane. I, do you know anybody that would have done that? Nobody. I've yeah. never heard anybody else do that. Yeah. I know one guy that would have done that, and that's Rain Man from the movie. That's, exact, <laughs> that's what we call him, Rain Man with a drop shot rod. Wow. But let's be honest. Nobody else that would have worked for. Only Aaron, because he's like the fish whisperer, and he told exactly. that fish to bring the, the, the mama back. Wow. Right, exactly. He's like, oh, if I let this one go, then she'll come back, and then I'll catch her, and then I'll catch him, and then i got a limit, and then I'll go catch another bigger one to call out later. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. What year did that happen, and what lake did that happen at? Uh, that was uh, Clear Lake, and that was back in the early 90s. Wow. Well, that's interesting. Do you, you know what's interesting about Aaron, and I don't know if you guys know this or not, but this comes from covering the tournaments on the Delaware and the Chesapeake and talking with the other bloggers and cameraman and stuff, yeah. is that Aaron fishes less than all of you guys. He does. During the course of He's the day. He's always tying shit up. You're, yeah. Yeah. You're, he, they're absolutely right. The guy... Is literally jumping in the bottom of the boat, retying, reevaluating things, picks up a rod and catches a fish. That's amazing. crazy. Yeah, That's they crazy. say he, he'll sit down for 45 minutes. Holy. Yeah. And, and re-rig, retool, do whatever you know, change plans, and and it like like as if he's just fishing on it for fun, on a, for fun yeah. on a normal day. <laughs> That's Aaron. During a tournament. Or maybe during he a tournament. His during head. a tournament. Yeah. During all the tournaments. Maybe he all the time. To clear out his yeah. head. And on top of that, he's colorblind. Right. <laughs> he really is. Right. Wow. Yeah, yeah if, yeah, if he can get away with that and still win, you guys are screwed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nobody else can do that. Well, we've already that. said that. We said that a long time ago. Well, now you know why I'm trying to retire. Yeah. <laughs> Try to get out of here quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, we've got, we got AOY Lofty Goal coming up, and, and I think you could do that. Uh, what else What else does Zish Monroe have for 2016 that that, that is new and exciting? What do you, What do you got going on? Not much, man. I'm just, you know, I'm at, I think I'm at the point in my life where I'm focused on fishing. Things are just kind of chill, enjoying life, and, you know, maybe throw some travel in there. Australia's on the books. Bahamas are on the books. Just going places Ooh. I haven't been. You know, this is the first winter in a long time that I didn't really get to do anything that I really wanted to. Never got to go anyplace. Didn't spend any time, you know, out of the country. Right. Right. Oh, I like I like when you said Australia. I I might have yeah. to tag along with you when you go on that yeah, trip. So in, I'm so in. You know. Wow. Oh, I can't hear you, Beck. Say that again. I said, Daddy doesn't go anywhere without mommy. Oh, that means you have to go. <laughs> yeah. You have more, to go. Than, more than welcome. More okay. Than welcome. Uh, hey, listen, I got a couple things for Ish. You got quick. some IMs coming yeah. through. Hit them up. All right. So Ish, Mike B wants to know if you're going to be doing another boat rigging video this year. Apparently, he liked that. Actually, we, me and the superstar producer that I have here at my house right now. Larry the Legend? Larry the Legend. Yes, Larry the Legend. He, I'm going to see if Larry's available. Larry! Larry! Everybody knows him. He's been Larry. on here. Larry! I, 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 I see footsteps, so I'm la, not really la, sure la, if la, Larry's la, here. Larry! Here we go. Here we go. Larry. Larry, 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 are really taking up a lot of water you <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I'm looking forward to my water bill. Yeah. Wow. But yes, we're working on a boat rigging video. Um, the guy's amazing. And just looking at a couple of clips from it, I, I think you guys are going to be really, really excited. You know, we're doing some things that we're changing up. We're just going to get to the highlights, you know, straight to the meat. And, and not really get into a lot of the technical aspects of the wiring and all this other stuff, just straight to the heart. Wow, that's awesome. Awesome. Wow, that's um, awesome. Ish, you're going to have to give a shout-out. we got somebody on here who's uh, stalking your Lawrence boat in Maryland. Oh. I, I think it's a very nice... There's... They're stalking your Lawrence boat. He wants to know why he's always seeing your boat in Maryland. 
You... Ah, that's because I have great friends on the West Coast, Hammer, Hammer Time, Hammer Rick, you know, my, my buddy who fishes on the FLW Tour for me. He drives that rig around, and he, he, he takes care of business. He's, he's the man, so that's why you see the rig out there. MC Hammer Rick. MC, MC Hammer. Hammer. Rick. What year was that that he was named the Hammer? Can uh, anyone go back there? Do you want to start dating us again back then? That's a long time ago. Ten, ten years, at least ten. It's got to be. Ten. It was 08, 2008. It was was my birthday, March 11th, and he rocked the MC Hammer song. And he's such a proud dad because his daughter's getting married this spring. Does anybody know who we're talking about besides you three? No, yeah. just us. All right, great, great story. <laughs> great story. <laughs> Brian DeCarpenter trying to straight us out. Here. No, nobody knows, but it's awesome. Now, now, I did see this weird clip with Brian the Carpenter working on a little old school motor. That was kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you didn't find any rat turds in there. You found snakeskins and everything else. Yeah, we pulled we pulled we pulled a bird's nest, is our mice nests out of there. Mice nest, yeah. Out of seniors motor. Out of seniors motor. Yeah. And then you ran to my hole. Why did you got to give up the hole? The Woody hole, uncovered. <laughs> Woody hole. To yeah. the public, and we smashed him in the Woody hole. Come on, I Ish. That. I was like unbelievable. What the hell I happened? You were in there. I was in there, but I got beat there the first day. Coda got in there, caught twelve pounds out of there. Wait, what? Coda? Coda? Yeah, Coda caught him in there the first day. What? What's his name? Was in there too. Uh, the dude that looks Timmy. like who? Timmy Horton was in that area, Timmy right? Tim Horton. They're discussing the Delaware River. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. Good, and McClellan good, good was down there, wasn't he? Yep, McClellan was down there. And, and the guy from guy. Uh, Breaking Bad. What's his name? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. The dude that looks like the guy from Breaking Bad. Who's that? I don't watch Breaking Bad, so I couldn't tell you. Come on, somebody. I'm what, trying uh, to think. Browning. Stephen Browning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I the only one? He looked, he is the guy from Breaking Bad. <laughs> he does look like him. He is him. The guy Lost. from Breaking Bad throws a square bill. And he was in there, too. Wow. wow. It was a free-for-all down there. That, that, that spot got out big time. It's impossible. It's How did that but I, never, I never rolled down there until day two because I decided to go fish the community hole and catch me a couple of keepers out of the community hole and go from there. You know, I, I was hoping my good buddy would have threw me a bone or two of, you know, his, his D stuff. Cause he didn't even need <laughs> D stuff. He had A and B stuff that was juice. And, you know. Ish, what was the community hole? Oh, that one pond up when you head north of the boat ramp where the marina, where there was like 15 boats in there. Tully, Tully town. Dredge Harbor. Or yeah, Tully town. Dredge Harbor. Oh, Dredge, Dredge, Dredge Harbor. Harbor. Yeah. Yes. There's well, like 15 boats in there the first morning. Yeah, I didn't but. give you any of my, my good stuff on the Delaware, but I gave you all of my good stuff on the Upper Chesapeake Bay. Congratulations. Yeah, and I fished all of it, and yeah, we see where that ended up. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, hold on, hold on. Where did you end up? Oh! Right with me. Man, right well, with me. I, I blame that one on Pete. Pete tried <laughs> to show me too many of his holes. That's what it was, yeah. Pete's hole. But, but once again, we blocked off the best where the tournament was won. We said we're not going yeah. that way. Mistake. The damn Mistake. fish kill happened a month too late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Big, big, big mistake. Yeah. Well, Ish, thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah. It was awesome seeing you and hearing you. And yes. uh, You want to... Yeah. You, you, Ish, just... You're from California, the Delta. What, what's going on out there? Oh, that's the, a great point. Yeah. With uh, yeah, the eradication of the largemouth. It's, it's crazy. You know, they're trying to do um, invasive species and getting rid of them, and they're they're not really understanding what it, it's going to do to a lot of the communities. I mean, places like Clear Lake that they rely on bass tournaments to, to make a lot of money for them, it's just going to kill them if they put that catch-and-kill policy in. And, you know, for it's weird for California being the state that it is always, you know, I, I kind of go with the tree huggers. They're they're not really protecting, you know, the the future. Yeah. So so what what's California calling for? Is there a petition we can sign, yeah. or what can the, we do? Yeah, it's a petition to basically kill all bass and stripers, and even though stripers are a native species, it's they're just out. What it is is they want the water from the delta. That's what it boils down to. And so yeah. they kill the bass fishing because right now. The bass fishermen are the ones fighting them on building those tunnels 
to get rid of a lot of that fresh water and ship it down south. You know, they get to yeah. buy that water for 40 bucks a square foot and sell it to the farmers for 400 bucks a square foot. Wow. And we're talking millions of square feet of water. So when you start talking billions and billions of dollars, you know, for them to build a $1 billion canal system to ship that water, that's pennies to what they're going to make from it. So if they get rid of the bass, then the bass fishermen won't fight mm. them on, you know, building those uh, pumps. So as bass fishermen, we got to start making some noise for the West Coast. Yeah, we, we've been doing uh, – change.org has a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Bobby Barrick, one of the uh, – Anglers out here, he's been a real advocate trying to help us, you know, fight this deal. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Never cease. It sounds like Japan, you know, where they're trying to eradicate yeah. largemouth. It's like the same. But yeah. but if you see, they've had that deal for ten years over there in Japan, and Japan's producing world record bass right now. Yeah. So that's telling you that these guys aren't on the catch and kill like they're supposed to be. They're releasing them, and I think. That's going to be a lot what's going to happen, too, is the bass fishermen are not – they're going to continue to catch and release, keep the ones that they want, and go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I, I hope I hope it works out. I hope I, uh, I, I hope you guys get some rain, for crying out loud. We, we've actually had three or four days here the last week. It's uh, It rained today. It rained yesterday. Uh, tomorrow is supposed to take off. During the day and start raining tomorrow afternoon, rain Christmas Eve and looking for some more rain towards next week. So it's pretty excited. You know, El Nino is just kind of showing up a little late for us. So I think we're going to have a uh, late winter and, and hopefully get a lot of rain and fill up a lot of water out here. So the next time we come back here for the uh, events, we'll have tons of water. Awesome. Well, are you, are, are you going to do some Bass Universities for us this year? I am signed up to go to Canada. Wow. Oh, Canada. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually really, really excited. You know, your man Jared is an animal. The the guy is an animal. He's been on it. He's working hard. Um, You know, the dude, if if I could hire him, I'd, I'd take him from you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Becky just shook her head no. Like, no no I want to yeah. I do well, I, I thought of one other question I want to ask before we let you go is it true because I know you have a, a quasi relationship with this company is it true that Johnny Morris and Bass Pro Shops is buying the state of California <laughs> um, I think that they're going to buy the whole United States by the time it's all said and done okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy boy duck it was uh Competing with them in that. Oh, him and Boyd. Yeah, he is. Yeah, right. Well, no, Boyd. See, Boyd's buying Alabama, and Johnny's fighting him on that, so Boyd's not so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah. Fight of the billionaires. Uh, Ish, before we let you go, let everybody know where can they follow you. How can they keep up with your exploits and what you're doing day to day? Well, you know, um, fish for, at fish for Ish on Twitter is pretty much Ish Monroe Professional Angler on Facebook. Uh, www.ishmonroe.com is the best way to get me and they can follow me hanging around you yeah, yeah. I like it well Ish happy holidays Merry Christmas thanks for joining us and of course Happy New Year we'll talk to you soon Happy New Year and Happy Holidays to you too see you back Ish Monroe bye, everybody Ish. bye see you Ish wow man how about that guest Pete Snuck you with that well, one, you didn't I? Surprised me. I know, I did. <laughs> you know why? Why was the Canadian uh, guy so resistant to come on film? Yeah, come I in d- front of the camera. I don't know. I don't know either. What's going? Uh, that's what they're fil- He's out there filming the, the yeah. boat rigging stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. doing some stuff with this. Yeah, it's yeah. just kind of hush hush on that. Yeah, I think I think he wants to make a big announcement later on whatever he's doing. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I I don't believe all the filming they're doing out there is fishing related. I think they might be doing stuff in the adult industry. <laughs> you know what I mean? In the adult industry. You know what I'm talking about, Brian DeCarpenter? Yes. Okay. Yes. Beck, any truth to that? <laughs> it's disturbing. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even comment. Mike, on I've got a. Uh, what do you got? I got. I got uh, one caller. We're yep. gonna take. Okay. And uh, cool. a little wrap up. I don't think there's yep. much else. Let's do it. Let's do it. You All got right. him? Nope. Nope. Don't have the caller. But I'm gonna get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're gonna get it. Nope. All right. Uh, <laughs>
All right, so we're going to do a call here in a second. I uh, want to remind you that you can get Ike Live a lot of different ways. Uh, if you've got a friend that's missed the show or you want to review the show later, you can get us anytime. MyGuyGinelli.com. You can get us at uh, iTunes. You can get us at Stitcher. And, of course, you can get us at Carbon TV. want to let you know that the new year of Ike Live coming up in 2016, very exciting, Pete. A lot of big announcements for you. A lot of them I can't even mention tonight. They're so for big. Ike Li- for-, for Ike Live. Okay. But I will mention a couple things. January 3rd, the first show back in 2016, very special guest Kevin Van Damme joining KVD. us wow. on That's the show. Amazing. KVD. Um, Gerald Swindle, potentially in studio in late January, February. Wow. And February 21st, Jacob Prosnick in studio. Going to be a great guest. Can't wait to have him on the show. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, we've got a caller. Caller, what's your name? Where are you call from? Alex Piantek. How you doing tonight, man? What's your question? Well, I wanted to say Merry Christmas, you know. Merry Christmas? <laughs> Merry Christmas to you? Folks at home, Merry Christmas. Oh, well, thank you. Appreciate that, folks at home. Merry Christmas to you too. Is there, uh, is there something that you're you're wishing for for this Christmas holiday? Well, a best masterclass classic book by Mike Arcanelli. Wow, <laughs> man, that's that's an amazing gift. I hope you get that. I hope that that comes. Uh, comes as a gift. And listen, if you don't see it under your tree right away, just never give up because it might show up eventually. Or next year. Or next, or next year. year. <laughs> or the following year. Mike, Mike, I got a little story I want to tell you real quick before we hang up. Um, I don't know if you remember, Alex, you met him a few times at the Bassmaster events. He uh, made, started making baits with me when he was four years old. He's seven now. Yeah. And he made you two baits. He gave you up in Escanaba. We met you at... Uh, Surgeon made this year too. Yeah. We had the poster with you with that and you signed it? Yes. Oh, we made a few baits for a few of you guys, and then we also met a uh, guide from uh, Sturgeon Bay named Dale Strohshine, who I believe may have been one of the guys that helped you fix your lower unit when you had problems with Sturgeon Bay this year. So okay. I maybe you know him or not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we made him a bait, and uh, all you guys were so cool about it. Well, a few months passed, and uh, we had some things in the storage unit in town. And got vandalized, things stolen. Dale found out when I was, you know, talking about it on social media and felt bad for Alex. So Dale went on behalf of his guide service, drove three and a half hours to our house and presented Alex a brand new $400 ice auger in return for his $4 bait we made him. Wow. And he believes what goes around comes around. And I just thought I'd like to give a shout out on your show to Dale Strohshine. A wacky walleye guide service at Sturgeon Bay. If anybody has any interest in catching giant smallies out there, he's one of the best in the business. And uh, I'm really, really grateful that I've had a chance to meet all you Bassmasters so many times. You've been so cool to my kid, and and I just want to say thank you and happy holidays. Wow, awesome. you you too. That was an awesome story. And uh, do me a favor before you hang up, hang on the line. Our producer is going to grab some information for you and try to uh, try to make that Santa wish come true. Hey, happy holidays! All thanks right. for thanks for the call. Yep. Wow. Awesome story. Yeah. And that's that's a great you know story to to on the tail of the show to end it. You know uh, the giving. You know the fishing community is a pretty solid community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you look at other sports, and I always you know I always look at fishing and be like oh, I wish it was bigger and better. I wish it was more mainstream. What I love about this sport is is stuff like that. It's yeah. a, actually an amazing sport. It's the camaraderie, the brotherhood. I mean, pretty we, special. We stop to help each other. To, to during you during, help the during competitor an during an event. If Who, somebody breaks down, if somebody breaks yeah. down, if somebody's hurt, somebody has, or, yeah, somebody has trouble. We'll yeah. we'll we'll, yep. we'll help them get to the weigh-in. Yeah, that's a. I don't know any other sport that does no, that that's, kind that's, of thing. That's that's very special. Yeah, not very always. Special. Not always. Well, when the guy beats you. Yeah. If well, you're not no, first, so, you're last. Right. <laughs> well, it's not perfect. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. people are yellow and they don't they don't help out the opposition. Yeah. So yeah, yellow. <laughs> Sometimes the color. yellow. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who we're talking about there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, 
Uh, you know, screw it. Go ahead. No, what do you got? Uh, I was just going to say, I was listening to Kenyon Hill today on uh, BTL. Yeah. Fast Talk Live. Mark yeah, Jefferson House. Live. Shout out to Mark. Um, yeah, I'd love to get him on the show. Kenyon Hill. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. too. Yeah, he was very candid. But he was talking about um, Keon. S- some incidents at the, uh, the um, Chesapeake boat ramp Ooh. during the event. What do you mean? There was a lot of rudeness. Really? Yeah. Wow. Did you guys run into any of that? No. I no. heard about that. Yeah. We're, we're what kind of hell? Yeah. I heard about crying well, wives and they were being real jerk offs there. What? No, no, I didn't hear about that part. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that might be different from what BTL. I'm thinking about. Can you know? No. Well, I, I, I'm listening to Ike live right now, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you <laughs> about some. Uh, there, there was the the managers of the boat ramp. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, mustache. <laughs> I heard I heard some complaints about how they were treated at the ramp from a parking perspective yeah, and yeah. getting hollered at because you know they weren't doing it the right way. They were I, they felt that they were being maltreated. The the elite guys were like, screw this, man. They were they were a little upset. I they, thought that's what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what he was. That's what he was inferring. Um, I was just thinking, uh, Amart needed to unleash his wife on them guys. Oh yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> seen, uh, yeah. I have to tell you, I parked down there though, and they're very brash and they're very northeastern. Which and I I'm think, used to. and right, and I think for all of us, none of us would have been offended whatsoever. Right. But when you bring people who aren't used to the way that we speak around yeah. here, I, I can see how they took offense. I mean, they uh, spoke to me the same way. I mean, it was yeah. just very abrupt. This is what you need to do. You need to pay. You need to And I was like, uh, all right. And you just give it right back or you pay the money. Right. Yeah. But right. if you don't know how to talk to somebody That's who's like that, yeah. I think you probably offended. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that where that, you know, you go down because they have a different way down yeah. south. It's slower. It's, it's more polite, honestly. Yeah. Sure. You know, up here it's abrupt and yep. it's it's very curt, and this is the way it's going to right. be. And they don't mean anything bad by it, but people from different parts of the country get offended by that. Uh. You know, maybe that's right. Maybe that's the way it was, Becky. Because I I work with those folks down there all the time, and I I you know I don't find them to be rude or insulting, but they definitely do bark orders down there. They want their money too, really quick. <laughs> uh, Brian, I just thought of something. I don't want to end the show yet. Can you do a crank call for me, Bass Pro Shops? This is funny. <laughs> no. No one, no. real quick. No. No, no, no. Do one, real As quick. As a for Christmas me. gift to your wife, leave it alone. No, no, no. Do, call Bass Pro Shops. I want to do a Christmas themed. Crank call, Bass Pro Shops. This will be funny. Let's do this one. They're right never here. funny. No, this one will be funny. Call this Bass Pro Shops. Pete, Pete and I leave no, no, every no, no, no. time this we one do this. This one's going to be funny. It's I got, uncomfortable. I, got a, I wrote notes down. <laughs> call Bass Pro Shops. It's up to shop. Pete because it makes Pete uncomfortable, no, no, no. too. It makes Please. Pete uncomfortable. Let's do this one. This is. I, I, this is a, I'll never do one in 2016. It's the last one the last year. Let me Can do this one. Can we hold him to that? Pete, we must hold him to that. This, this right. is your call last crank call right. ever. Press one spot. Press one spot. We'll, we'll right. replay all the crank calls of the past. Yeah. If this one doesn't right. work. Press one spot. <laughs> Press one spot. Uh, this, and again, I'm already, this, I'm already a little uncomfortable. I am don't too. This one, is, <laughs> this one is Christmas themed. There's no. Don't be uncomfortable. This is the holidays. Oh boy. I'm actually going. I'm not going to use the Jewish voice. I'm going to use a different one. <laughs> Press one spot. Spock. Press one spot. Thank you. <laughs> Press one, Spock. Yeah. Why is it ringing? They're a little busy right ringing? now. They must be busy. I took the phone off the hook. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's trying to yeah. sabotage my last Bass Pro Shop. Mercer, Mercer notified took the phone. He did. He, he notified did. him. He said, took don't the let phone it happen. Off the hook. They may have... Dr- Track this number like ISIS. They've they tracked this it. number down. <laughs> they blocked We're blocked. It. And they've stopped <laughs> our ability to at, crank call. Uh, as it should be. As it should the, be. The viewership is dropping. <laughs> I know the viewership dropping. That's okay. That's all right. I don't care about the viewership right now. I want to talk to The number person. don't work. It doesn't work? Nah. Wow! You got cut off. They blocked you. Oh, Look at that! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no! 
I said he got blocked. No. Wow. That is not possible. Fast pro shots can block you. Who knew? All right, let's let's call call Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> what time is it? Call Dick Sporting Call Cabela's. Call Cabela's. Bass Pro owns Cabela's now, don't they? <laughs> yeah, Bass Pro Shop bought Cabela's too. So. Call Tackle Warehouse. Call ta- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's call Tackle Warehouse. <laughs> no, that might be bad. Did they really block us? That's not They're possible. Blocked. Look, he's messing with me. It's not possible. Stop making me laugh. Oh, there it goes. Finally got a dial tone. <laughs> Press one, Spike. So hey, can we turn that down a bit? Yeah, it ain't working. We don't have anything. <laughs> we're done. All yeah. Right, we're done. All, All right, right let me thank fun. everybody. Uh, <laughs> thank you for hey. tuning in to Ike Live. Uh, I would like to say to Dave Brosnick, I have a four-pack of dogfish. Dogfish I, head? I, IPA. Ooh. Oh, he missed it. Make sure that it's here for you. A three-pack. <laughs> a two-pack. But I'm putting that out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, and again, let me thank everybody for joining in. Merry Christmas to you. Bridget, Merry Christmas Merry to you. Merry Christmas. Thank Rebecca you. Rebecca and Brian, Merry Christmas. Right back at you, buddy. Happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in. Before we let you go, Thank the guests. we're going to take you out. <laughs> since Brian didn't let me crank call, we're going to take you out with a joint song by everybody in the <laughs> no. studio. You have to participate. And we're going to take you out. <coughs> Rudolph the Red Nose. Look, he's cutting no, us off. No. And it goes a little something like this. Thank you, Dave one, Mercer. Two, three. Go. Rudolph the Red, red Nose Ranger. Your socks. Oh my gosh. Had a very shiny nose. I've been practicing this with my socks. And if Rudolph you never saw it, saw it, you would even say it glows like a light bulb. Take it easy. Good night. Happy holidays. Night live. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.